Is this, is it is this thing on? Hello? Are we are we supposed to be here right now? Hello? Did you forget to turn the buttons off? No. No, I didn't. I I, I left them on. Bonus uh, episode? Uh well, I mean if the mics are on and they won't cut off, I Should don't we do a bonus episode? See why not? Just like quick like 10 minutes maybe, just a quick little like uh hey, cool. Shh. I mean, sure. If 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 this thing's on, are people listening? I I hope so. <laughs> Uh, well, sure, why not? I guess we're here. Well, Hi. we've still got the the remainder of the uh, the Fremont bourbon barrel-aged stout, and... Oh, mine's been sitting in my glass for a while. Yeah, we did Beer of the Week, and we were looking at some Champions League videos, and... Raheem Sterling got in a fight with the dirt and got a PK and got out a of penalty it. for it. Worst penalty call I think I've ever seen. And uh, now the bourbon barrel-aged stout is warm-er. Maybe not warm yet, but warmer. And I remember you were telling me before we even recorded this episode that the flavor would change based on the temperature of yes, the beer. Yeah, some of these bourbon barrel-aged beers, some of these barrel-aged beers are kind of like wine. You know, you let them breathe a little bit, you let them warm up a little bit, and uh, more flavors are going to be kind of coming out of it. And I think this is a great example of trying to figure that out. Because it has so much spices and flavors and complexity going on into it, that it so might... this is more of like an experiment for us. Sure, why not? Because we haven't taken a sip since we finished the segment. Nope, I haven't. Which was and I haven't put my hands around it to keep it warm. Which was like fifty minutes ago ish. Yeah, you think so? About it's probably, fifty. Probably been about fifty to an hour since we finished the actual segment. All right. So we've let it sit. We did not finish the glass in the last episode. And we've let it sit, and now it's a little bit warmer. Um, what should I be expecting? Is um, it is it going to be a drastic change? Is it going to be a just a quick little little thing that maybe I notice, or I, is it going to be tough to tell? I doubt it's going to be a drastic change. I think you know temperature is obviously going to be going to be a big thing. You know, I think the thing to look forward look look for is yeah, like you were saying, is there anything you're catching that you didn't catch last time? Like, do you catch ginger? Do you catch more cinnamon? Are you catching more bourbon? Um, I think as this warms up, a lot of that stuff is going to open up a little more. Well, initially the smell is different. Originally the smell was very chocolate. Mm -hmm. And now the smell is slightly chocolate with the spices getting into the smell a little bit. The sip, I still have a lot of allspice. I have still... a little less allspice. You do? Mm -hmm. hmm. I mean, it's still there. But I'm it get, feels a little dialed back. I'm getting that. I think I did get a little hint of the cinnamon there too. It kind of broke through, which I had not gotten when we first sipped this. Yeah, I think I'm. I, I think I'm noticing the bourbon barrel characteristic a little more. Really, on the back end. The back end to me is. Is different. it like the wood? You yeah. Kinda, there's like a little. It's almost like a dryness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think the the back end for me has changed on this the most. And I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that the back end is kind of my go to in terms of where what I like to focus on my palate. Uh, and I'm noticing, yeah, I'm noticing a little more booze, a little more oak, um, maybe a touch more sweetness and a little more hotter too, I would say. And when I, when I use the term hot, I mean like uh, a little sharp mm. and hot also to me is boozy. Okay. Um, I think I kind of like this a little more now. I think I do too. Yeah. It's, you're right. It, it's allowing some of the other flavors to come through because, so the second sip, I still got some of the cinnamon again, which I'm actually getting in the nose now. And 
you're right. I'm getting some of it's. It's not as much the booze for me as much as it is the wood. Mm-hmm. The the I'm assuming the oak flavor is getting kind of, for lack of a better term, stuck in the back of my palate, and it kind of dries it out a little bit. And that's not a bad thing. It's just how, kind of how it feels. And I'm getting a lot less chocolate in the flavor of the beer, and it's going more towards the spices. And mid-sip, I was kind of swooshing it around a little bit, and that's where I got some of the cinnamon. I got a little bit more clove in the middle. The hotter, I guess, maybe if we're going to rely or relate that back to being ginger. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Definitely getting a little more spice in this. It is. It's coming through more. And it's kind of interesting because like, this is how you're supposed to drink this style of beer, right? A little warmer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I had the the not Spice Wars, not Coffee Edition, just the regular old Dark Star. The other day with some friends, we were watching a Liverpool game and uh, we drank at room temperature. Like It was never cold. I didn't drink a whole lot of it because I wasn't really trying to drink um, that early in the morning. Uh, but uh, I had a, I had a few I had a little s- splash a sniff if you might say, and uh, it's very very different. And I think that's the way that might be the way we want to drink this. I mean, or I would say I don't know maybe somewhere like fifty four degrees, give it a little coolness, but not quite room temperature. Well, because if you go to Europe, and it's not from personal experience, I've been to Europe a pre drinking age. Um, a lot of people there serve their beer warm mm-hmm. or room temperature, I should say, not warm. Yeah. And I think for some people, especially Americans who go there, they're like, wait, what? I don't want to drink this warm. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. But, you know, you always hear like Guinness is always served room temperature. Yeah. And I wonder because here Guinness is not always served room temperature. You can get it right out of the cold tap or you can get it out of the out of the, fr- the fridge and the bottle and whatever. But I've never had a Guinness at room temperature at an Irish pub. I would love to try it and see what the difference is. You know, I always make a joke. You're drinking a roast beef sandwich. And when it's room temperature, you're definitely drinking a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> um, and I wonder if that really just changed the flavor, the flavor profile that much. There's a brewery out there. <clears throat> it's a local brewery. I can't remember who it is. Might be Rubens. Might be Fremont. It says it on a can. No, Fremont's because beer matters. Uh, but somebody... Could be somebody local here too. Uh, they have a, a say a, a phrase that says "warm beer sucks." Oh, I think it's Georgetown. It says "keep cold" because warm beer sucks, and I uh, kind of go with that. Yeah, but this doesn't suck. No, this doesn't suck. But this is like designed to. But to just like well, right? Know, but to just drink a Guinness warm, I don't know if I'm interested in that. Well, some. Well, first of all, Guinness is made by people in Ireland. And if they're serving at room temperature, it's probably meant to be served that way. Or they were making it before refrigeration, and they're just like, well, yeah, we'll just stick with this. No, no, no. Just because it's tradition doesn't mean it's not the right way to do it. Uh, Well, de- yeah, definitely. That's my point. Wait, what? Yeah, that's my point. I thought we were disagreeing. No, you think we're disagreeing. You just proved my point. <laughs> Okay, I guess. <laughs> Hi. Are I guess. these things still on? I, I they're still. I see the the waveform is in front of me. I see it. It's All right, recording. then I'm going to take this opportunity to say two things. Whoa, and Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. <laughs> yeah, I was so frustrated last week because when I posted last week's podcast, the Berlick one, I forgot to get you just to say Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. 
and I was going to put it at the end because we didn't mention it. Oh, right. Um, we, or actually we might've, but we didn't mention it as like in, in, an, in an organic way. Yeah. I just wanted you to like say it at the end yeah. and I forgot. And when I posted it, I went, oh, <laughs> well, we're back to Keanu and Sierra Nevada. So. But in the secret episode, the bonus episode, that's all right. The, we did not mention either in the last episode or the last half episode at all. That was the first time we didn't mention either. That's strange. I don't like it. Well, it's in the bonus. No episode. one's going to listen. I think they'll listen. I hope so. Bourbon barrel aged stouts are great. Sure. This beer's so good. Let <laughs> me get my car and drive home. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm not. Be careful. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Is that, do we just end it the same way? Do you want to say deuces? Do I, do I play music again? Or? Um,. Do we just say bye like awkward human beings? There's a really cool wax dipping on the Dark Star. Yes. That's all I got. Okay. Well, hey, catch us next week. Hopefully you enjoyed this little treat, a little extra bonus, and uh, we'll see you then. Buckle up, big boy. Thick boy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.